Hello, welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. And today we're going to be tackling the mysterious tritone substitution. My name is Nick Tomlin. And my name's Simon Whiteside. So what is a tritone? And it's a, it's a very important question to sort out at the beginning of this podcast. First of all, uh, normally a major scale goes like this. That is, the first gap is a, tr a tone, the second gap is a tone, but the third gap is a semitone. A tritone is this. where each of the gaps is the same, so it's a uniform thing, and that gives us the, the dis... That's why it's called a tritone, anyway. Um, now, when we make a dominant seventh chord, I, I was starting on a C there, so that will be the dominant seventh of C7. We add a third and a seventh, and that's enough to describe that chord. C7. If I move the bass note by that tritone we talked about, We get an F-sharp or G-flat 7, and that is a tritone away. Now that's pretty useful when negotiating the primary sequence that much of jazz is based on, which is the 2-5-1 sequence. And Nick, perhaps you could take over there and explain what happens. Yeah, so as, as you say, um, if we take a 2-5-1 progression, say, in, to, to stay in the same key uh, in F major, um, so we have three chords there, we'd have G minor 7, C7 and then F major 7. So if I play those uh, kind of voiced on the piano, they might sound like this. So what I'm going to do now is I'm simply going to change the bass note in the, the second chord from a C to a G flat. I'm moving it down a tritone and this is what it sounds like. So it, what's important is the chord functions in the same way, but it just sounds different. It sounds richer, doesn't it? Because um, really, because the the other notes are functioning in a different way. I guess. Yeah, and I think also you you said um, when we were discussing it before about how bass players gives the it, particularly in, when we have rootless voicings, that sort of thing you get the, the opportunity for the bass player to choose one or the other of the notes. Yeah. And it allows them to have sequential movement, doesn't it? Yeah, they can, they can do kind of chromatic move, movement from the two through the flat two to the one, um, which bass players always like, those kind of uh, smooth chromatic progressions. And the other thing is that, you know, basses, the notes are a long way apart on the bass, actually, aren't they? Yes, And, yeah. you know, you have to cross strings and things, whereas yeah. perhaps if you're going G, G flat, F... Uh, that's all on the same string, for example. Yeah. So it kind of makes it a lot more smooth because yes. you don't have to stop that string. Yeah. Um, and of course, the you get advantages to the fact that if you play something on C7, you can also use your F sharp as a, a fruity. Yeah. Um, whereby you solo on an F-sharp 7. Yeah, so it can also apply to, to um, improvising as well. Exactly, think, so yeah. it gives people uh, more options for tension and then release. And the, the good thing is, as I often say to early 
if any students I teach, uh, most of the jazz happens on the five chord. Yeah. And it's about the tension there, and you release that into the one chord of some form. Yeah, absolutely. So that's always uh, quite a good option for people to to allow for that extra flavour, if you like. Mm. Um, have you got anything further to say? Not particularly. I mean, it's a it's a big subject, and we've, we've only got a very short amount of time. Uh, so I guess there's a limit to what we what we can talk about. Um, but yeah, the, the basic idea is that you're substituting a particular chord, normally a dominant chord, with another dominant chord, a tritone, away. So that concludes our very brief look at tritone substitution. My name's Nick Tomlin. Goodbye. And my name's Simon Whiteside. Goodbye.